So, Tom, are, are you leaving tomorrow? I am leaving tomorrow for, for good. For, for this, Ann Arbor is going to be behind me for the rest of the summer. How long is this summer going to be, Tom? What would the global warming and so on? The summer could... Could go on till could go on. maybe October, November. But you know what that means? This is the last episode of I Know Science Things for at least three months. So after two and a half episodes, the series goes on an extended hiatus. So I guess the viewer would wonder if that's a good or a bad sign. You know what? Based on our comment from George, it's a good thing. It's Tuesday, May 29th, and this is the second episode of I Know Science Things. That's so a fake comic from you. I can't even get over it. I can't even tell you how much it's not a fake comic from George. Okay. Well, now, now that we're in the, the second episode of Final Science Things, we have some, some podcast You're like the Seinfeldian fan. You know, George, I want to be an architect. <laughs> On the interweb says what a great <laughs> podcast we have. It's very... But at least he was succinct and to the point about it. Like he was, it was, it was like this it's is like, oh good. guys, this is great, but it's not long enough. I mean, that's... <laughs> kind of, I almost, I almost sense like some kind of guy. I don't know. It's like the, the initial stalker. Like maybe if I pretend like I like their podcast, like about like social security numbers and credit card numbers and things like that. I mean, it might have been our high girlish voices, which convinced them that we were like teenage girls ready to do it with them. I mean, who even knows? It very much could. But okay, to get to get the podcast business out of the way, I don't know if you know this. I know you do. But I'm gonna pretend like you don't. There's a website now for the podcast, which is a website for the podcast. Who would have thought? at www.iknowsciencethings.blogspot.com. Ironically, if you're listening to this, it's probably... Well, you're probably not listening to this because no one is. But it's also on the website, so, you know, we're, like, basically advertising ourselves, which is foolish. Not really, because you're listening to it. Foolish at best. You listen to it through iTunes. There's no... There's no like, I didn't include anything in the RSS about where the website was, but... Way to fuck up, Tom. Way to fuck up! <laughs> but secondly, there's an email address for the podcast. Do you want to guess what it is? TomsMomIsHot.com That one's already taken by me. Because I think my mom is hot. This is me doing you from last podcast. I'm always really hot. Uh, so anyways, <sighs> the email address is at Gmail. So what do you think it would be? Tom's mom at Gmail. Tom's mom at Gmail. You're right twice in a row. Like the first one you're right, second one even writer. No, it's I know science things at gmail.com. Are there spaces in there? I mean, that's a complicated word. It is, but why? it's better than the acronym, which apparently is inks. inks. Which I, uh, no, ix, ing, I can never, there's no way to really do it. It's, it's one vowel and three consonants that really doesn't... Well, well not if you're Polish, then you should be <laughs> fucking in those how to do that. Hmm. Way to, way to disguise your roots there, buddy. Oh. And be truthful to them. I've got, okay, let me, let me, let me start off with this story. Uh, not to make this podcast sound, sound racist or anything, but Tom is of Polish ancestry. I, I am. Thus, he should be familiar with, with words with three... Consonants in a row. Not that I'm going to say my last name, but it happens to have a, a, a letter in it that's not really a vowel and three consonants. Why wouldn't you say your last name? Because it's weird. I don't want my full name. To, I'm not, I'm not going to. That's the whole point of the podcast. You keep it slightly anonymous. You don't want to be creepy internet stocked? No. Exactly. And the off chance that George from Texas decides, like, oh, it's Tom who lives at. See, already they know I live in Cleveland, Ohio, so they can start narrowing it down. He's also an architecture master's student at University of Michigan. <laughs> you no. Know, that's that's all you need to know apparently because I, I think I'm the only Tom in the uh, Lane College class of uh, class of 2008 I think. <laughs> okay, but here's the deal. About five foot, five foot ten maybe. Yeah. That okay. So I don't that, I don't know if I told you, but I got declined for both my credit cards. You did tell me that. That's a sad story. I, I'm computer. We're saddened that Tom 
isn't loved by the American consumer debt system. But apparently I found out today that... Are we being loud enough? There's, the lines aren't even wavy. Yeah, no, it's flat. good. It's good. Um, no, but see, what's funny, though, is that I got Monday, like, the official rejection letter today. Like, why? And the only reason they listed it was because I didn't have enough money in my checking account. Because they're... Wait. Cause we're Jennifer Johnson poor. when we need her. <laughs> why? Wait, what? Because you say you're so poor. <laughs> I can't, I'm not gonna even try to do that voice, but um, no. But I was okay. But here's the best part. Here's the best part. I was trying. I was trying to like do like get my actual credit score, which you get a free credit report from anybody. Yeah, but of, you that's that's sketchy because like basically you sell them all your information for a free exactly, credit report. Exactly. But the thing is, like the actual credit score, you can't you can't get for free anywhere. Like even even the, even the poorest of the poor have to buy their credit score, which is kind of ridiculous. That could be like a catchy like Neil Young, like even the poorest of the poor gotta buy their credit score, kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know if it's that catchy. It's not that to catchy. Be I think it's up there with, with his with his best hits. But in in getting my credit score, I had to actually answer a series of questions about myself from the people trying to get the yeah, credit no, score. Yeah, no, that's the best part. But some of them you can't answer. Like some I know. Previously, like, what's my old phone number? It's like. Well, no, yeah, and exactly. It's like a weird trip down. It, it was, it was like being on like one of those game shows, like from those from the fifties, where they, had, they keep bringing up people from your life, and it's like I don't remember this person anymore. It's like an awkward moment where like I don't, I don't remember the make of my car that I used to drive, or like it's really weird questions. But I don't know how much I enjoyed being questioned about myself. Actually, my friend who had her identity stolen. Yeah. So since her identity was stolen, she couldn't answer half of those questions about her. So she couldn't get her credit report. It was hilarious. <laughs> Wait, I mean, how, how could she not answer because she got her credit report? Because someone else's, they had had her identity long enough that, like, their information started getting injured and it's her information. So, like, addresses where she hadn't lived, you know. <laughs> so it was like, what, did you live at 123 Crackhouse Lane or, like, 257 Crackhouse Lane? It's like, well, I mean, whoever stole their address, you know, was a fucking moron because this, this is the girl I know who has, like, $40,000 of student loan debt and, like, is never going to pay it back. So. No, but tell us, tell us a story about your week. Your your uh, your weekend experience. Hey, where'd you go on Saturday night? I went back home. Actually, because <laughs> like Brian and we're just dancing, having a good time up there in stage, and we're like, where'd Tom go? I stumbled to a, to the to the Marathon gas station right down the street from us, and I bought myself a ninety nine cent bag of popcorn with my credit card, my my non existent credit card, sorry, my debit card, because I didn't have a dollar on me. Cause I, okay. This is, that's a, I'll, 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 I'll send that why later on. But uh, I had I had to buy it with my with my debit card. Came home, made some popcorn. Thought I was gonna see Children of Man a Man again because I saw it and like the on demand. Then I wanted to see it, so that was a pretty good movie. But you couldn't on demand it, could you? It for some reason got mysteriously removed. I was like at one thirty in the morning, really fucking drunk with a with a big bag of like warm popcorn. I was really pissed off. <laughs> I was really, really shitty. But then. I saw that they had the Rolling Stones documentary Give Me Shelter about Altamont and the stabbings. I watched that instead. Well, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. So, well, how was your dance tonight? It was pretty good. There's some serious dancing action that happened. Yeah. Um, there are these weird girls. This one girl had a Guitar Hero costume. Yeah. Which is a costume, but I don't know what their damage was. They were playing some fucked up mind game. Like, I think they were there with their boyfriends, and they kept like flirting with Brian and I to make their boyfriends jealous. It was like I've been in this sort of situation before, and yeah. You just gotta keep your distance, you know, not not get involved. Well, one because thing, a that's creepy, and b it's still creepy. One thing I was very happy about though is that I, of course, fell asleep on the couch after the movie's over and I was looking at channels. And I think I ended up watching like Discovery Channel falling asleep. Woke up at five o'clock. The futon was still in the couch position. No one else was there on the futon. It was very nice. It was much different from the that's coming not, home experience I might have had a few days ago. 
I don't, I don't know if those are the things he mentioned in the public forum. I'm just saying that sometimes I'm glad that the futon is empty and I, when I go upstairs to bed. I mean, hypothetically, you know, God knows what's happening on that futon. God knows what's happening on that futon. And, and sometimes it's better not to consider those things. I'm, you know what? I'm glad that I've never been a part of things that have been on the futon before because, I don't know, futons. But I will be using the futon tonight to sleep on because my bed is disassembled downstairs. I guess the moral of the story is that sometimes people can make... I think objects are not meant to be like really slept on. Like com they're comfortable, but not meant to be slept on. Are the ones where you have the worst mistakes happen on, like like couches, chairs. I mean, not necessarily it was a worst mistake or anything, but you know. Yeah, yeah, no. It's I not, mean, it's not, it's not that's like, that's a little that's going a little far. But I mean, I'm just saying futons, you know, problematic. Yeah, for no, sleeping no, it, on, it's because your feet hang off. Yeah, it, it's not like the first news on the futon two days ago with someone else was was like there with like a like fifty five hundred pound like like crazy bad woman. So it was a, it was a terrible mistake. So, yeah, all right, let's just move on here. <laughs> Where's Jennifer Johnson at? Maybe we should give her a call. Uh, calls apparently don't work very well live on the air. So we're going we to enter the calling in segment. Okay. Where's the computer speaker? Does your, does your phone have, like, like capable, can it broadcast itself? Oh, I'm just going to put it right up to there, like, you know, be kissing the computer, sort of. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll Computer, see. are you ready for this? Here, Hot phone we'll, we'll do, like, a stop so I can edit it out in case it doesn't work. Now call Jen. All right. Are you gonna do your little mark or whatever? I don't know how to. I can't do it on the fly. I think I'm too. Like I know how to do it afterwards, but like on the fly, I'm gonna stumble around and press the wrong button. So I'll let you call Jen while I have a sip of my Blue Moon, which I have to say, with Sam Adams, Blue Moon are both mm, amazing beers. Delicious beer-like beer entity. Mm. <sighs> I feel like five years younger. 5,000% still there. Now, here's the only question on this phone call is that can you can you hear it from... So, the, where's the speaker? If you put it there... Where's the speaker? Right here, in the, in the thing. Is the speaker's in the... It's in the, it's in the speaker. But where's the microphone? The microphone's in the speaker. Well, the speaker. But the thing is, can you hear it? It's going to be loud enough for you to hear it? Is it like, some, for phone calls to work, you've got to, like, talk on them. So, I've heard. Sorry. It's just going to talk into the podcast? No, I've got to put the microphone... So are you gonna do this? Like the whole, like you're not gonna be able to hear the conversation if you have, if you can't if you can't make it loud enough. This is the problem we ran into when we wanted you when we wanted to have you live on the podcast when you called. You never wanted to have me live on the podcast. You were you were you your voice your your voice. No, you know Jennifer from. Johnson is obviously having last minute going out of town doing it sex with somebody. No, she's she's no she no unless she's doing it at work like in her office or in her car on the way back here. Probably yeah. with her manager. So not that she's skanky because Jennifer Johnson is is a beautiful woman we love. <laughs> But, but I mean, yeah, that's what you do before you go outside, is you have sex with people, it would be awkward to have sex with people before you leave. You know, yeah. Okay, now, now let, me, let me tell you about my story about my arm and getting blood. Did you sell blood again? What was that? Did you sell blood again? No, I, I didn't tell you about the first time, though, did I? Well, did you pass out like a little girl? Where I almost passed out? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, well... So, you... computer, for the record, Tom passed out like a little girl while Sony I almost blood. passed out, but... Okay, this this would be like the the. Bio. I'm almost past that like a little. This girl. is like what crazy things is Tom doing for money segment, but um, no the the the. Actually, computer. The best part is, what crazy things would Tom do for money? <laughs> you got to consider this. Yeah, well, that, and that's, then remember that email address. Hopefully, hopefully, but computer. When, hopefully, when we come back from a hiatus in like three months, I'll I'll be in line for the pain study, and I can then I can then tell the podcast about the, about the whole possibility of it. But the the funny thing about this this blood. Selling money is that, is that I got this twenty bucks and I and I got the twenty. Do they give you cash money? Cash money. I had to go. I had to go to the cash. Not even not even a check. No, it was, it was a it was a wrinkly twenty dollar bill, 
but I had to go, which is better for me, but actually worse for me. Cause I like I, I was going on the way home. I'm walking home. I'm like, no, I'm gonna save this twenty dollar bill. I'm not, I'm not even gonna eat food with it. I, I want to get like a nice hot meal. But I said no. I'll put this in my pocket. I'll save it for a little while. For drinking. Within that night, it was gone from from booze. Like that was, it was it was a low point for me. Cause it, it sucked. Like I didn't like I did not like giving the blood to the to the guy. And you don't like that you him. sold your blood to buy alcohol. I don't like that I sold my blood to buy alcohol. It could be much much better uses of my uh, my blood. But in a way, it's more efficient because then you get drunk easier. Did you notice the drunk easier effect? But it wasn't enough. It wasn't like a full on like I'm giving a pint of blood. It was an ounce of blood, a fluid ounce Who of blood. It was an ounce of blood. This is for a study. It was for a like my my blood will be part of a the control group for a psoriasis study. Oh wait wait computer I'm sorry Tom just mentioned he's in the control group for a psoriasis study, which is ironic because how many nights a week do you think you get too drunk to That's see cirrhosis. Tom? That's cirrhosis. Like what twice? That's cirrhosis. Twice a month. I That's don't know. cirrhosis. Two different things. You said psoriasis. Which one is which? There's a liver disease. Is it psoriasis? Did I keep blood for psoriasis? I thought it was a cirrhosis. Wait, I'm not really sure. Because cirrhosis is a skin thing, right? Or is it not? The or way you pronounce the word was what I associate. Because we're all going to be confused now. Well, one, what I associate with a liver disease. So it's a, in a sense, Tom, you might have negated their whole study. Which one's, the, the, which one's the crazy skin thing? Which one's the liver thing? Cirrhosis is of the liver. Okay. Psoriasis is a skin thing. Oh, I thought you did a liver thing. I, no, it was, it, was, it was for a skin thing. You're totally ruining this fucking story. The story's like well, not even funny. Well, now I'm worried. Well, now I'm worried. Is that like, did, did, I, did I throw my, my alcoholic liver into the ring for this? For this <laughs> did they ask you on your little study about how many drinks oh, a week? I lied, though. Okay, but I how told, many did they I said say? like four a week. See, if you had properly said that, like what, average four a night? No way, average four night. Aver average like. If you have twelve beers two nights a week, that's twenty four be beers a week. I don't have twenty four divided by seven. I don't, I don't, on like a good week, on one night of the week, I'll have twelve beers. I'll never have more. I never have twenty four drinks in one week. Unless it's, oh, okay. Let me, so let, me qualify let me qualify that statement. Let me qualify that. Do the math. Do the math. Unless I'm in New Orleans or I'm in like Austin, Texas, on like a an architecture conference. If thing. you go out twice a week, you're gonna have like twenty beers. No. Well, yeah. Okay. And then we go to Monday and play pool, so that's like four more beers right there. Okay, there's a distinct possibility that this round out to just and, and you know, Tom, it's entirely possible you drink when I'm not around. So I can't I was, vouch for I that. I was seven times off when I put, is what you're trying to say. Let's, that's for the, let's, to be safe, let's say this, I have probably about 18 drinks a week. If you, like, because there, there's going to be two weeks. Do you, Tom, do you drink when I'm not around? No, I never do. Never, I'm never, I never am a solo drinker. But like, do you have other friends? What was that? Do you have other friends, Tom? I did drink with, al with the alcohol architecture students this week who weren't you. Okay, there we go. There we go. Okay, so I, I lied to you make lied. a profit off my blood that may or may not ruin the and study. <laughs> a new high point, computer. Yeah. But the thing is, in three weeks, I won't have to sell my blood anymore. I will be a, 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 a working force. What are you going to be designing in the sum summer time? We'll be, we'll be invigorating and renovating the D.C. urban landscape, or we'll be shilling out your your... Shillness for a few, a little bit of both. Pennies. I'll be gentrifying areas and and removing undesired black people. Apparently, that's what firms in DC do. They make sure that there are no black people where people are building, which is really a shame and really sucks the soul out of my work. So how do they how do they make them go away? Because big big bad DC developers will will commission some uh, what what do they call it speculative speculative buildings? So they'll build condos and try to build up commercial areas, and when condos and commercial buildings go up. African Americans and Hispanics go out. 
so they can't afford to live. What, what's days. the relationship there between them leaving? What was that? What's the relationship between minorities leaving and because in in DC, well, all these speculative buildings are all are all built in bases that they could be sold. They can be built relatively expensively and have maximum uh, price per unit. And the DC, the average, the average minority in DC is not able to afford a lot of what's being built these days, and it's pretty bad. It's really bad. Uh, and then so what you end up having is instead of some concentrated poverty in the in in district, you have much more widespread poverty. Poverty in Maryland and Virginia. God bless America. God bless the work that I'm going to be doing for twenty dollars an hour this this summer. Twenty's not too bad. I thought architects were less profitable than that. No, it's it's not bad for an intern. It's pretty good. Like I should I I should have asked for more because like they 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 did the whole thing like they went fishing for it like well what are your what's your going rate this year Tom and it's like well, so I figured like okay I made I made seventeen at when I was here last time I'll, I'll ask for twenty this time or else for nineteen or twenty and they said okay twenty so I, the fact they took the upper end of my range is just like should have for twenty or twenty one. So what kind of mad you know. Moving poor people out, gentrification credentials you have in your resume, they got them so excited, Tom. I've got almost a year and a half worth of gentrifying. Well, no, sorry, a year of gentrifying and another three months of, of sin and gambling and losing, building casinos in Las Vegas. I didn't realize you helped build casinos. When I worked at the firm in Cincinnati, we were working on the design for the largest by-room casino in, Las, in the world, the new Tropicana in Las Vegas. What did you design? What did you contribute to the new Tropicana? I helped design some of the bathroom tiling and some of the fixtures. I was only on it for a couple of weeks. I mostly did a, a, a hotel rollout, so like a like a prototype rollout for hotels in London. But I, I worked for a couple of weeks, like helping this one guy. So if you ever find yourself in like the twenty sixth floor bathroom, and you look down and see my tile pattern. You'll go. You can go ahead and piss all over it. I don't care. Same thing in DC. If, if there's, there's a there's a um, there's a set of commercial areas over the river in Arlington and in Crystal City. If you walk in door number two or three, and look down, you'll see my tile pattern as well. Have you gotten there and looked at your tile pattern? No, I haven't. I don't ever want to see it. Because I was given, like, Tom. It, when I say my tile pattern, I mean, like, in AutoCAD, they're like, okay, you have these squares, like these three-by-three three tiles. Do something with them. And so I went, boop, 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 and, and they're like, okay, that one's the simplest. Let's go with that one. So it's not the most, like, I'm not going to put it on my resume. I'm not going to go and take pictures of it and show it off to future architects that, that want to hire me. Check. Acknowledge. In the same way that I assume sometime in, like, when you're an undergrad. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like, scratch my thigh seductively as you look down there. But uh, when you're an undergrad... I wasn't looking. When, uh, when you're an undergrad, you, did, you probably had to do some work that was just, like, like throwaway stuff that you wouldn't be too happy about. Actually, to be honest, computer, I'm proud of all the science work I've done. Really? No, every, shitty... every, every single thing you've done has benefited mankind. And I didn't help pesticide companies kill babies or anything. So, yeah, I, I feel pretty okay on that route. So your bacteria don't poop out things that kill minorities? No. Not yet, at least. Not yet, Chris, but someday in the future. Um, no, my, God bac my bacteria poop out things that will someday cure humanity. I mean, I guess, I guess the big critique of science stuff, though, is like, when I say my bacteria poop out things that might cure humanity, that's like if like 20 other improbable things come true. So mostly I just spend a lot of government money doing nothing. Okay. Because the dirty secret is all research science at all American universities paid for the Fed. Oh, fair enough. So, D.C., for me, here But for the you. way I look at it, computer, is that otherwise our government would use the money to uh, not dispose of uh, chemical weapons, which it does a lot of, or to help fund a nuclear weapons program or whatnot. So really, you know, my, it, from my political perspective, it's a patriotic duty to spend government money as much as I can and thus prevent it from being spent on killing Iraqi children. Okay. Well, how about this? Let's shift topics, but still say, say within your science realm. Because I, I, want, I want you to, to discuss with me again 
nuclear power. There's recently a, a Penn Teller bullshit I was watching. For about free, how awesome nuclear power is? How awesome nuclear power is. But I didn't think they, they really enumerated the points that, that best describe why nuclear power is awesome. And I feel it's our duty, nay, our responsibility as the American public, and yours as the expert, and mine as merely as the layman. Sure, computer, there's a lot of reasons why nuclear power is so great. The first of which is it doesn't increase global warming. The second of which is there's enough uranium on this planet for like a bajillion million years. Uh, so we're not going to run out anytime soon. The third is you need a lot fewer power plants around to power as many people. For example, like France and Japan are like both 90% nuclear powered. No big issues, works great there. And I mean, I guess the big issue people bring up about nuclear power is waste. But that's a matter of you just need to have a few breeder reactors lying around. And uh, you just convert all the waste that's going to last 10,000 years. You use it for fuel and you have a thousand times less waste, which burns for like, which is only really bad for like 100 years. That's it. It's awesome. Okay. And then a bunch of hippies will be like, oh, what if terrorists attack it? But, you know, let me remind you that, like, a terrorist attack is a pretty unlikely thing. But on the other hand, in coal mining, like in China, maybe, I don't know, 10,000, 20,000 people die a year in coal mine accidents, let alone the people who are, like, killed indirectly from coal from all the pollutants and toxins in the air. So, I mean, yeah, hell yeah, nuclear power is awesome. And fuck you for not liking it, people in the world. Okay, well, how about this, though? Like, okay, you know, it's easy to defend. I'm, I'm, I'm playing the devil's advocate here. Easy to defend and protect... Ten nuclear reactors. What if we build a hundred nuclear reactors? I mean, there's the chances of, of something catastrophic happening. And, and it has to be. But the thing is, it's like I mean, this is like a fundamental engineering thing. But I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean that like, 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 oh, we we accidentally did this. I mean, like, someone like a plan. I mean, you can a design plant. a plant so, so that people, you know, could just destroy the plant. They can sure you can fly a seven forty seven in anything that'll blow it up. But I mean, so so no radioactive shit is released in the environment. I mean, aside from potentially injuring the people who work there, you know, which is a known risk that they're taking. Is, is that really? I mean, if I if I detonated, I don't know, you know, a, a bomb in a central like cooling tower, the reactor of a nuclear power plant, enough to destroy like a, you know most of the planet, wouldn't it? Wouldn't the current spec on nuclear reactors for the containment is like you have to have like twelve feet of concrete between you know containing everything. You have to have multiple layers of shit like that. It's like yeah, yeah. you know, short of like detonating a nuclear weapon inside a nuclear power plant. You know, you're not going to cause a nuclear explosion. Yeah. That was actually one of the cool things to, to segue about the, the construction of some of these nuclear power plants. It was a... Uh, Those guys are pretty fucking thorough. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there was a... We, we had a construction... I mean, it's a political thing, basically. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we had a construction professor, like, you know, three or four years ago when I was an undergrad. Talked about his work with, with design nuclear reactors. And I mean, went back when he was... I mean, this guy's, you know, a fossil. But back when he was helping out with the kind of the architectural specs of this, I mean, this guy's construction structure. Dynamo guy. Actually, wait, computer, let me just cut off Tom for a second and show the fact that, for example, the Navy has nuclear submarines. It has, I don't know, a couple hundred of them yeah. floating around for how many years? And, you know, none of them have blown up. So, let me just share that. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like, he was, he was looking at some of the those, plans. Those, Tom, like, did you like, just spit all over? I came very close to spitting on the computer right there. Because I was so excited about what I was going to say about this thing. That's really boring, in fact. But he was saying that he was looking at plans for this one nuclear reactor, and he's looking at the, this the, kind of the one... I don't know where I, I can't I, you know wherever it was in the, in the plans for this for this reactor it's got a, a section of the wall was concrete you couldn't figure out what the hell they're using for reinforcement like he was looking 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 because normally you do your typical rebar like tube you know it's always something small using like giant I beams actually wide flange beams as reinforcement which is like the fucking craziest thing ever like a, like it, it's one of those it's one of those weird nerdy things that like to think about using re, uh, wide flanges as like reinforcement that's crazy but like, it, it gave me an idea of like it must be using lots of concrete it's pretty thick. Yeah, they're pretty serious about that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, solar power is great, but the, the you know, the, the truth of it is, if you want just solar power, you have to, like, cover the state of Arizona with solar collectors. 
which isn't happening anytime soon. You know, yeah. wind power is great, but it's not very dense. You know, again, you need to cover everything in the entire world with wind power, which I think you should do. But I mean, yeah. you know, at a certain amount, you need things like industry, which really need to draw a lot of power all the time. And, and nuclear power, you know, can take over where we have a million coal plants, which are a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. Do you know there's still an aircraft carrier in service that's not used nuclear power? I was not aware of that. We are, in fact, we are also the only nation that have nuclear-powered aircraft carriers as well. Well, we're pretty much like the only nation which has aircraft carriers. That's true. Russia. I mean, aside from the like, little gimpy like British ones, which have Harrier jets on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's even weirder is, is China has one aircraft carrier they bought from the Russians. They have never actually produced their own aircraft carrier, which seems mind-blowing. I mean, a, 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 you know, an advancing war-fighting nation with with a mass. I mean, I mean, not that I know much about war fighting. But well, I mean, that's interesting, because if you look at like, World War II, right, I mean, aircraft carriers are what won the Pacific battle for the U.S. Yeah. But wait, another World War II note, you know, I think it's always interesting that in American history we always learn about how, like, you know, the United States came in and won World War II for everybody. But, like, we always kind of ignore the fact that, like, I don't know, how many millions of Russians died, you know, winning the Eastern Front? Like, 30 million, Tom? I don't know. Like, some well, un un unnecessarily, yes, too. I mean, the crazy, the, the mass of humanity attacks were just... Keep, keep certainly, certainly. But, I mean, like, you know, I mean, it wasn't just simply a matter of the United States rolling in and taking over. Well, okay. The, 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 the weird thing was, like, there's a lot of, like, so, alternative so theories about how important podcast, that front was. Do, like, do you like, uh, we went from nuclear reactor nerdy to, like, history nerdy. You know, pretty soon we'll be talking about... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's Well, okay. Here's, here's the last thing about the World War II. The funny thing is, like, there are a lot of there's a lot of speculation that you know, if Germany had been able to roll over and go through, you know, uh, the, the Eastern Front into Moscow, like we we would still ended up winning World War II and have no have had no Cold War because there would be really no Russian Empire left. And that's that's the kind of funny thing about that. Yeah, but we would have found someone to fight because that's how America works. That's true. It, it, it would have been a Cold War China. You know, once when we went to Korea, China would become the real the crazy power, and that would have been everything. So. Which... That's like a giga You don't even need a parallel park. You can like... Okay. Anti-parallel park. This is, this is live commentary of... of Computer aerials, parallel parking... Very slowly and poorly. But with her, with her what? With her, with her... her electric car does have a rear view camera, though, and it beeps when you back up. Hey, that's not too bad. No, that for, is. For, 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 it's for big of a space, is it? I guess not. Oh, I got to, Okay. Remind me before this podcast is over to tell you the story about trying to find a house in D.C. and what serendipitous thing happened. What serendipitous thing happened? Okay. I'll make it quick while they're coming up the steps. But you got a few more passes. I was doing a lot of Craigslist, like mass... Massive emailing. I know that casual encounters is pretty awesome, huh, Tom? So I put in like 15 emails to different people with, with sublets and rooms to, rooms to let. And I got an email back. The first response was, holy fuck, how's it going, Tom? I haven't talked to you since high school. Apparently, one of the dudes that I contacted about a house, about his room in Georgetown, was a not so... A great friend of mine from high school who... who Scored a 1600 in the SAT, happened to be going to Georgetown University, who I hadn't talked to since I was a senior in high school. 1600 is pretty high, Tom. 1600 is, is fantastic. Are you qualified to talk to such an intelligent person? I'm not. And as, as was pointed out by his girlfriend in a, in a senior physics class of mine, when, when I made the mistake of laughing at him when he was about to fall asleep, she turned to me and said, you, <laughs> How could you laugh at him if you got a 1600 on the SAT test? I say that with two quotes because I said it verbatim. Hi, computer. 
It's going to be one of those things where you're gonna, it's, it's going to be recorded. Hi, computer. So, we'd like to introduce Ariel and Brian. Wait, are you guys posting this on the web? On the interweb, yes. On the interweb? Oh, to, to the, to the Tay one... Tay interweb? What was that? Tay, Tay interweb? interweb? Yeah. But for the record, to only one person has listened to our podcast thus far. Which well, is no. Well, you? No. Well, no, okay, if you include... If you include no, you have not listened yet, because you... <laughs> I don't want to hear my voice. Who cares? Just subscribe on iTunes, just, just to see your, your, your face. Wait, coming how are you posting this on iTunes? With, with my RSS feed that I've supplied to iTunes and told them to pick up. It's a very elaborate process. Fascinating. Yeah. I actually, I went, I went not to toot my own home, but I coded, I coded with HTML and XML the whole RSS feed. Oh, I was pretty happy about that's it. That's pretty fancy. What Brian, have you done? Brian's what have you a little done, shy, Chris? though. Brian, I don't think Brian, Brian even knows how to code on a computer. Brian's feeling a little smug over there because of his thousand plus lines of code. Yeah, sorry, it took me like two days to figure out to do like fifty lines of code for this thing, which I which I know is a monster feat in your in your world. <laughs> Watching you. You're, you're gonna try to remain silent, but you're gonna let something slip over there. It's Brian. hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Ariel probably knows better things that would make Brian protest than. Oh, sort of pushes buttons a little bit. I don't perhaps. think we really want to talk about those things. Oh, I, I did things with terrorists. I hunted them down for like two years. You did? Yeah, I was a Navy SEAL for like three years. Oh, I worked bad. in the Gulf, uh, the Persian Gulf, and I worked in the Taiwan Strait, killing did, both did, Chinese and uh, Middle Eastern terrorists. Did you then apply for a job at the uh, Palisades nuclear plant and get hired and run a SWAT team there? I did not. Did okay. someone else do that? Yes, he... Uh... Okay. He contacted Esquire, told them he had this long, or maybe it was GQ. Okay. Told them he had this like crazy story to tell them. So this guy came and lived with him for like three days, and he told this guy this elaborate story about how he had been a paid operative, like working in Latin America and Southeast Asia and the Gulf and like killing all these people. And then he became, he like... Aren't you not supposed to share those stories if in fact they're true? Right. So then he like lied about his security clearance and got like this job at this nuclear plant, running their nuclear security and, like, had this team on it, and he, like, had all these, like, licenses and, like, thousands of guns at his house, and over the course of the three days, the reporter comes to the conclusion that he's completely making all of this up, and that he's totally insane. Wait, which part? Like, all of it? All of it. Okay, good. So, no, he, he actually is running the security at the nuclear power See, that's plant. the thing that scares me. Right. So it hits the... It, it becomes published, and he resigns, and no one still knows how he is how he was hired, how he passed all of the security checks of the nuclear power plant. He said he had Homeland Security, like, highest security clearance. I've heard, actually, if, if you're involved in that, they go and, like, ask all your friends and stuff and, like, do some serious interrogation. They, they do. So, like, how did this happen? It's so insane. So, uh, yeah, that makes me feel really comfortable about living in Michigan right by this nuclear power plant. Are we actually, nuclear power can, plant? I, can I share something? There are three in Michigan. Well, how are we close? What's the proximity? That, well, that one's um, over on the west coast. Are we, are we downwind from any power plants in, in Arbor? You know what we're still downwind from is a lot of Russian missiles aimed at us. Let's move on. What? 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 All the, you know, all those Cold War nuclear missiles? Yeah, still aimed at the States. Let's move on. Well, ours are still aimed at Russia. Yeah. We, we, have, we, we made a few at Pyongyang, and that's about it. <laughs> um... So let me just share a computer that actually there's a website where fake Navy SEALs, people who like pretend to be Navy SEALs who want, like they list the identities of them. So like real Navy SEALs, if they ever run into them, I guess kick their asses or something. I, I would like to see that in a bar someday. I would, I, I, like, not, but not know what it was till, till later on, but just to see a Navy like, SEAL. Like not some huge military dude, but like, you know, like lying about being some shit like that were like, you know, probably not a wise idea because those dudes would probably like rock your ass. Mm -hmm. Pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. My friend's dad was a Navy SEAL. Um, he used to eat bugs in board meetings afterwards just to like prove how hardcore he was. 
I guess in the train for that, if you drown, they will let you like inhale water into your lungs to to get you like to the ready point for where it? like you literally need to like you would die if you just left. Like you know, normally in swimming practice, like if you start to swim a little bit, you're like. So they let your heart stop, is what you're saying. They let you, like, stop breathing. Yeah, and then they'll resuscitate you. But, I mean, like, you know, they won't pull you out of the water if you're like, oh, I've got a cramp in my leg. I think I'm going to go under here. Like, no, they'll, they'll let you drown, and then they'll revive you. That's, that's And then that's maybe funny. fire you. <laughs> it was always, okay, speaking of military training, I was watching some Discovery Channel a couple of days ago. It's this crazy thing. These guys do, like, the halo jumps, the really high... Skydives. High altitude, low opening. Is that what it is? That's what Halo stands for, yeah. Okay. I know they jump really high, then they open the parachute like the last second, okay. so like, they jump on the radar. But the crazy wind tunnel test they get to do with like the, the few ones that actually exist, they actually make them like fly in the air, and that, that's pretty cool. I'd like to do it someday. Oh, no. No jumping out of planes. No, I don't know. Well, I, I, Just I, the wind I, I do want to skydive, but I, 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 I want to do the wind tunnel as well. Um. So it's a... Uh, I want to do. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. My friend was... Telling me the story about, it wasn't really a story. Um, when she was in South Africa, they drove past the highest bungee jump in the world, and a couple of her friends jumped off it. And she said, "By highest jump, bungee jump, you mean like longest distance dropped, or like it's highest up at altitude?" I would assume that it would be the longest distance dropped. That seems more relevant. I thought that was at the what, what's the big tower in, in? Is it Toronto, like the CN Tower? I don't do, but you could never fucking convince me to jump off anything. Unless it was like my life was on the line. Why? That's fucking no. Why? Fuck that. That's the whole point, that. though. Is that, is that you had that moment of, of like I don't know if I ever want like am I gonna? It's, why? It's, why do you want that? I don't even go on roller coasters. You know, no, it, 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 it's like it's like I don't know. Like as a person who's never done like crazy drugs, like it's got to be like a fucking drug. All of a sudden, like you're just you're flipping out, you're a whole different mind, and you're falling. And it's it's, it's got to be fantastic. I mean, I think it's probably equivalent to heroin. You know, you shit your pants, and you then are happy to be alive at the end. Exactly. I think that, that moment that, of that moment of euphoria at the end when you when you suddenly realize like, or the parachute opens and you hit the ground. I mean, I guess all those opiates probably make you feel that same way. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I would rather jump out of a plane than do heroin, but I'm not going to do either. So. Oh wait. Well, okay. Okay, bro. I don't know how you say you would rather jump out of a plane than do heroin. Are you kidding I would me? Like, Are you fucking kidding me? You'd rather do, do heroin than jump out of a fucking plane? Yeah. Show me the needle. I would. I would oh, no. I would inject heroin like you, a million more times than I would jump out. You'd rather like lay on the floor and think about strange things than fucking get up in a plane. Like and have, I mean, hell like, yeah, I would hell yeah. Okay, okay, hell yeah. Heroin, crippling addiction, possibility of death, one in a million dying from a plane. From a plane. You might be a famous author too, William S. Burroughs, famous author. <laughs> Terrible author, famous author. I bet there are famous authors who've jumped out of planes. That's true. We also, you also got this on like roller coasters, so it's a big jump. I don't really like. I could do like hang gliding, but I just don't want like some freaky oh, carny oh being in charge of my life. <laughs> That's not what you're talking you about. Know? Are you are going like carnies to like to like Hell skydiving? Yeah. No, to roller coasters. Oh. Or like those skydiving instructors, like you really, you really they're air trust? carnies, air carnies. <laughs> you really don't trust a roller coaster operator? No. You don't, I don't. Tr- you don't trust my friend Phil when he was 17 years old and riding the biggest roller coaster at Cedar Point. Mm. You're crazy. Mm. He, was, he was the most. Reliable guy in the world. Mm. I don't know that I trust men. I don't trust him either. Brian's been awful silent over here. Brian's doing a pretty good job. How do you do with roller coasters? Are you a roller coaster buff? He likes roller coasters. Have you guys ever been to anywhere? You shouldn't trust the people at Cedar Point. They almost killed me. I know, no, I don't. I don't trust. Wait, them. wait, how did they almost kill you? This sounds like a real story. I was on the power tower and they uh, they didn't strap me in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's a crazy drop. That's to be strapped in for. Like, what are you talking uh, about? The, uh, the shoulder harness that comes down, they're okay. supposed to snap in, so I pulled it down, and the Don't. guy walks by, touches it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. But as I go up, 
it like I let go of it and it pops forward. Like, oh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like, so you're at the top of this power tower with with, with like a floppy this thing. With the floppy shoulder. Jesus harness. Christ! Yeah. I, and I pull it back down. And I let go. Boom! Pops back up. Oh my god! Fun. So what happened? Did you just like hold it down the whole time? Yeah, like, I just hold it down. I mean, Jesus I was just Christ! Going down. Down. Yeah, but still, that's a giant drop. It's uh, it's it's like a it's like a thousand foot drop. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to talk about thousand foot drops. It's just uncomfortable. Hey, I jumped out of my friend's barn one time. That was like a three story drop. Well, I've like jumped into the water before. Oh, I hate jumping into water. Really? Because mm, it seems a lot. Because the water it doesn't stop. It keeps going. So it's a lot further than you think it is. Actually, let me share. Let me share a Chris's old man segment. I don't think we've had one of these yet on the show. Okay. So my old man, you know, once we went up to North Shore of Lake Superior, where he grew up, like, he showed me this waterfall. This is, like, some crazy 70-foot-long waterfall with all these jagged rocks at the bottom. He's like, oh, we yeah. We could go there. We totally could. We should. Um, and he's like, yeah, Chris, this is where I used to jump, jump into the water as a, you know, as a teenager in high school. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this is, like, a 70-foot drop into the water. There's, like, rocks below that are jagged. He's like, oh, it's okay. You, know, you got to get a good running start first, because otherwise you won't make it. Jesus. Have a few shots first, but it really impressed the girls. And that was... <laughs> yeah, that was one of those, like, following moments where I wasn't sure what to, what to think anymore. Yeah, well... That's... Have you seen Breaking Away? What's that? It's a movie. What's it about? Okay, it's a movie about a bike a, race a boot. in Bloomington. Um, no. So it's like... Our... Anyway. I haven't seen that movie. It's a cool movie. And in one scene, they jump into this limestone quarry... Because you're not supposed to go swimming in quarries, though, because there's, like, cars and shit at the bottom. Yeah. Well, so the they... bottom's generally pretty deep in a quarry. No, okay, but this kid jumps into the quarry, and then he swims inside a refrigerator, and then he gets stuck, and he almost dies. What kind of jackass scary. swims inside a refrigerator, and then closes the door himself? <laughs> no, he didn't close the door. <laughs> it, like, closed. He didn't close it. <laughs> like, hey, guys, why not I close the door myself in the water? How long can I stay in this coffin underwater? Anyway, sorry, sorry, what was the point of your no, story? The point of my story was that quarries are really scary and scarier than waterfalls because there's stuff at the bottom and you shouldn't jump on them. Why would there be cars on a quarry? Because stupid people drive them into the quarry. Wait, like... I, really? Into quarries? Cars? Quarries? Car quarries? Quarries? Drive cars into the, quarries, the sorry. The quarries didn't used to be full of water. Yeah. Oh. Really? So they, still so there are cars in there? So you drive a car in the quarry when it's not full of water. That's seems like a good idea. People would junk their cars in there. People would junk their cars in there. Oh, oh you mean like push them up, like yeah, roll them into the quarry? You junk the car and you toss it into the water. They would like. See, I was imagining all evil Knievel behind them, like, woohoo, boys! Yeah. In the water! <laughs> why Why is this my Saturn? Why didn't I buy a quarry? I could have been the best way to fucking do it. Throw it off the cliff. No, you drive through that and you swim out once you're underwater. Which you have to no, wait. No, you have to have that little hammer thing. No, or or wait until equalize, which can't be done. Are you can't be done. Watch it as you go in. Actually, so we used to drive in the winter and like. And then I looked for that hammer and I couldn't find it. To get to these islands, but you would drive with the windows open just in case. Yeah. In fact, I I knew some friends whose car went through the fucking ice. That's really really scary. In Wisconsin, yeah. Did they, they were they, like underwater submerged in their car? No, they felt the ice crack. They fucking bolted out of the car. But that car was gone. That car was baby. gone. <laughs> was it like a bad thing? It was like, oh, okay, the car is gone. Or it was like, fuck, our car is underwater. We'll never have it again. Well, I mean, yeah. Once your car goes under the water, what were, they, were they worried about it? Like the car is not coming up again. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is, it like was it like a bad thing? We're like, oh no, it's our fucking cra crappy car. Or was it like shit? We lost like a good car, like now permanently underwater in this fucking lake that we were idiots to drive on. The I ice think it's with. a bad thing, but probably the elation of having survived. You okay. know? I wonder if it's insurance covers that. Probably not. That's probably back. an unreasonable risk. 
can't say I've driven my car in, over. In Maine, yeah. on the lake where my aunt lives, in the winter, they drive semis over the ice. That's how thick the ice gets. Jesus. Lake Erie gets pretty thick. You're doing some crazy Lake stuff Erie on Lake Erie. Lake Erie is the crappiest great lake you really It is. What's well, a shallowest? Oh, it's the worst than shallowest. Is, Sorry, it's crappy. I, I live. Lake Superior is the best great lake. There's it's no totally, argument there. It's no, it's totally. true. I, I but Tom, look how beautiful my little voice is. You know why? Because you went like this. You put your face <laughs> onto to the, the microphone. That's why. Can I just say I'm kind of jealous of your computer? It. Because my computer's stupid, crappy lock broke, and so now it won't close. And Seriously? you have the magnets. So you're awesome. No, you just get a little piece of tape. It's so ghetto. Okay, no, get a Velcro. Do like the Velcro. Where you also, go, ghetto. Not, well, no. Yeah. Tape is not, think about all the things inside that won't work without tape. Tape's really important. Do you realize when we run out of oil, we're going to run out of tape because tape is made of plastic? Hey, I... Okay, well, the thing about plastics is you can always make plastics out of, like, tar sands and, like, synthetic hydrocarbons, but it's going to be, like, a hell of a time. Okay, even, even better, even better, you've Our got to... Our core that poops out... Plastic. You've got to you got to regale the podcast and the people the people present with your helium story. I I was I confirmed it today. What story? Your helium. The, oh yeah, the we're crazy... gonna run out, we're gonna run out of helium. Why? We're running out of helium. How soon are we running out of helium? So the reason we're gonna run out of helium is because um, helium Sorry, comes from mines in the ground, because helium is small enough that its average speed is faster than the escape velocity from Earth. So helium in the atmosphere just flows away. I'm going to glass for this. <laughs> 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 and so there's helium mines. We're going to have, we're not going to have helium in like 40, 20 more years. Okay, so what is helium used for besides balloons? Oh, helium is actually used for all kinds of superconducting magnets and stuff. Like in my in lab, MRIs. for example, we have an FTI ICR mass spec. Wait, so are things that which are requires made helium. with helium already, are those going to run out or are they good? Balloons? Not going to work. Right, I don't care about the balloons. Oh, things like... The things like MRIs, problematic. They need to be re They need to be cooled through the liquid helium. Okay, yeah, you so need some serious liquid helium to cool an MRI. Some smart brain here needs to work on this issue. Brian and I were talking about what we would do with a billion dollars. I think if you solve the helium I do Tom's problem, mom. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is going to be the second podcast that almost ends in bloodshed. It's going to be very strange. Um, I don't really know why people dollars? are so offended by mom jokes. Because, like... I know no one would ever actually want to do my mom except my dad, so it doesn't offend Wait, me. I've met your mom. I'm trying to take care. Glass went back into the bottle. Sorry, right, keep talking about yourself so I make sure this beer is safe to drink. What's wrong with that pour beer? It through, pour I it through. I totally a... fucked up the top of it once. <laughs> Don't be such a girl and just drink it. No, I'm gonna... no. The pour whole the whole through, thing is. Pour it through a sifter. Tom might oh, cut his Tom might cut his little lip on the beer. It'd be gotta be. If Tom drinks, it's like a little lip. I'll be sad. Only a little sad though. <laughs> where is Jen? You know what? I'm honestly, I have no idea where she Jen called is. Me. Jen she is having going away doing it. No, with who? With, who? <laughs> with, with mysterious, like... With somebody. That's what you do before you leave town for like three months. You're like, that person who I kind of like, but like it would be awkward to do with them, I'm going to do it right before I go. No, no, you do that before you graduate. You don't do that before you leave for three months, because then you come back and you're like, I awkwardly had sex with you three months ago. That's three months, that's, that's a big difference, though. Three so, months makes a big difference. Three months makes a big difference. Like, a lot mm. of shit can happen in three months. People move on. It's, it's true, but... But uh, not all the time, and then it's awkward. Go get yourself a glass for your fucking beer. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, well yes. why, don't we, or why don't we wrap things up? Okay. Uh, we have one final topic. Is someone right? really gonna listen to forty-three minutes of you guys talking? Uh, one person, maybe. Who? Delicious Sam Adams. George out there somewhere. George, that baby's listening. George is like, I need that second. I need that Wait, second episode. I need there's it. Some guy. Dude, dude, there's know, some you know dude. Not just listen, but commented. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was, once we went to the website, which I not yet advertised, it was like it was good. It should make it longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he has 43 minutes of your beautiful Yeah, we, we, Okay, that's for you, George. We added 
13 minutes of discussion and a new song at the end, which will to be determined later, just for you. Ba, 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 ba. That's, that's, that was the song, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I suck so much. <laughs> and right. we're done. No, one more we're time. Not, no. One, 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 one last topic to talk about, to round it off, like one, one final thing. Like, like a final thought, like what we're trying to say. all right. I'm glad I spent the last okay. nearly well, here. Let's we'll talk about our summer plans. Okay. Everyone around now there. someone's going to come stalk you because you mentioned where you live. Well, we, but we no, we've mentioned a lot more information about Tom person. He's a lot more supple well, we were than I am. The last names. Like, well, no so last there's one person to stalk and, you know... Yeah, thanks. Well, you gave enough information to stalk me. Okay, what are your summer plans, Chris? Since it's, since My it's summer plans are going to lab every day for about 12 hours and um, really live the fucking high life. Okay. Ryan, what are your summer plans? I'm also going to go to a lab. Well, not really. Just go to my computer. Okay. Do research. Your summer plans? I'm going to continue working at my job like I did because I have no summer, and then I'm going to get drunk with you guys. Errol has a really long commute, which is ironic because she works for an environmental agency. It is really ironic, isn't it? And my summer plans are already known by the beginning of this podcast, so I'm going to wrap it up with, uh, that's it. Just a ferry boat and that makes for sure.